Next on BYU Sports Nation, how sustainable is BYU football independence? Interesting comments from Bronco Mendenhall. Brigham Hoops gets a win last night and will try for another W tonight. We go two-on-one with Anson Winder. Plus, women's hoops plays at the top of the hour and obviously a Logan takeover. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Sports time! Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Wednesday, November 19th, Jerome and B-Lo in the his house. What's up, man? For shizzle. How's it going? You were here Monday and now Wednesday. Going good, man. You're going to get a lot of work in the next five, six weeks. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for this. This is what what I live for. You are our Christian Stewart. This is what I die for. (laughs) Christian Stewart. Christian Stewart is a backup, man. I I consider myself a starter, you know? He is the starter now. I mean, he he is a starter now, but that's because of, you know, injuries and whatnot. Who is Taysom Hill then? Because Spencer is Trevor Sampson. Or Moose Bingham, right? The kicker. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to consider myself maybe like a Jamal. Okay. Williams. All right. You know, I'm a, st- I'm a starter. And, you know, when you need me, I'm here for you. You can hand the ball out to me. I'll finish the game. When it's fourth quarter and it's four minutes left, when we need to drain the clock. Please give it to me. I'm here for you. I mentioned uh, that you're like the Christian Stewart. We will talk with Christian Stewart in just a moment, uh, live from practice uh, in a minute. Spencer Linton not here because women's basketball is playing an 11 a.m. game. He's the play-by-play on that. That's at the top of the hour right after this Hoops. on BYU TV. On, uh, if you're watching BYU TV, live look into the Marriott Center. You can hear that game as well on BYU Radio. So we'll talk to Spencer later in the program. We'll get uh, what's going down from him, but... Let's get to our Twitter question today, which is interesting, based on some comments from Bronco Mendenhall yesterday, which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, join the conversation using the hashtag BYUSN. In five years, BYU football will be Indy uh, in a Power Five or in a, a Group of Five conference. Which of those and why? I do. I have no idea. I have no idea what That's the answer hard, is. That's hard, man. What, I hope. I know what I want. Right, right. You hope and you want and you pray and you wish upon a star. Power Five. Power five, Power five yes. obviously. Who's, who's like, oh, I hope BYU's in a G5? No, no. We mentioned maybe, he would. Maybe me, maybe. We mentioned he would. Well, I'll, t- I'll give you some good points behind that. Okay, more later. More later. Use the hashtag BYUSN to weigh in. But right now we go live to practice. They just wrapped up a few minutes ago. Christian Stewart, the quarterback of the BYU football team, is joining BYU Sports Nation. Christian, how's it going today? Good. How are you guys doing? We are great. Doing good. Uh, as you prepare for Savannah State, we've got to ask you, what's the mindset like as you prepare for a team that you should obviously beat, yet you still need to play that game? Um, honestly, we're approaching it just like we'd approach any other game. We know we have a lot to improve on as a team, and especially as an offense, and so it's a good opportunity for us to you know, fine-tune all the skills that each one of us is working on individually and then collectively as a group and really just get momentum heading into the next week against Cal, which we know will be a much tougher opponent. How much do you expect to play against Savannah State? Hey, I'm looking to put up some big points, 70 points in the first half, and, then, wow. and then, be, then be out for the second half. That would be quite the first half. Stats, stats. Christian, are you sure you're not secretly watching Cal when you get home, watching Cal film? 
honestly, I'm I'm kind of watching more of our stuff, figuring out what what things we need to be doing, where guys need to be. Just me as a quarterback, I feel like I can really direct things on the field, and so I I want to just perfect our offense this week, and so that's more my focus rather than turning to Cal already. Christian, you guys have been just dominating on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, where do you think you guys can improve on more? Honestly, I think the biggest thing we need to improve on right now is starting fast. We need to put up 21 points in the first quarter in the next three games. I feel like if we can get off to a fast start like that, not put our defense in bad situations by going three and out or having turnovers, uh, we can really shift the momentum of the games towards towards us and our team if we can just start fast. What's the key to avoiding a three and out? Um, I think a lot of times I'm I'm looking to make big plays. Obviously, I want to make big plays. That's what I like to do. But uh, we need to just take what the defense has given us, especially early on, taking the underneath throws, the easy throws, just really getting some momentum. I feel like we've, we get stuffed on first down and then second down, you know, we'll have an incompletion, then it leaves a third and long, and we know how those go. So we do, we really just need to work on first and second down efficiency, getting within a, a third and manageable, and I feel like we'll we'll get going. As you've seen, once we get one first down, we usually just march the ball down the field. Yes, that's right. You guys will be able to do that this week against Savannah State. You got you can go ahead and go big because you want to get everybody to play right, especially on senior night. Yeah. I agree. We want everybody playing. I want to get some guys that, you know, haven't had the opportunity to score some touchdowns that are seniors, get them the ball this week, and really just have a fun night. So I you, mean, that's if, what senior night's about. If you go out, who's, 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 the, who's the quarterback? McCoy Hill will be coming in. Not, not Kai McCoy? No, Kai, <laughs> Kai hasn't been. I mean, once he had a significant role in the defense, he hasn't been back over with the offense. The real question is, who's the third string? Hunter Moore. Hunter Moore, Hunter. Who, who doesn't run the BYU offense, right? He runs yeah, the opposing team offense. Yeah, he's a scout team offense. So he might be seeing a little action, too. I know Coach Beck was working with him this morning in hmm. QB meeting, just making sure he knows the reads. Hashtag Nate Carter, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, I meant the reads to hand the ball off to Nate Carter. Nice. Christian Stewart is on BYU Sports Nation. You, you've seemed to become uh, very comfortable now as you've had five starts under your belt. Explain your level of progression and comfort. Um, yeah, so, you know, Utah State game, I feel like I, I actually came in, did fairly well that first drive. We marched right down the field and then just had a tip ball, yep. got intercepted, and then we got into kind of a panic mode. And obviously it wasn't a great showing, but I just feel like each game I've gained more confidence in myself knowing that I can play at a Division One level. I can play against a UCF defense or a Boise State defense. And really that that confidence that has been built in me has shown throughout our team, I feel like, because, you know, as a quarterback, you're the leader, people look to you to take charge, and I really feel like I've gained the guys' respect, and especially the coaching staff's respect, and they're they're calling great plays that fit my my style of football, and it's just kind of been a snowball, just been getting better and better, and I hope we can close out the season like that. Christian, with, with all of your confidence in the success that you've had these last few weeks. Do you think that you would be interested in taking your talents to the next level? Has that ever crossed your mind these last four weeks? <laughs> guys, guys are always always bugging me about, hey, you've got to do a pro day, you've got to do this. But yes, yes, you do. <laughs> 
For me, I, I honestly I haven't thought about it. I have a, a job lined up out in San Francisco once I graduate doing investment banking. And football's always just been a hobby, but not really, you know, my life, if that makes sense. So I haven't, I haven't thought too much about it. Maybe after the season's over, talk with Coach Beck, talk with Coach Mendenhall, and decide from there. But right now I'm just trying to play the best that I can and help our team, you know, win these next three games. Christian, uh, jobs, you know, and, and real world, real life situations are going to be here forever. And ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. Football is only lasting a little small time, just a small glimpse. Take advantage, my brother. That's, that's just my advice. All right, well, I appreciate the advice. And that's a free consultation. I don't think he's going to send you an invoice no, for that either. No, that's no the, charge. That's no charge nice for that, man. I'll take care of that. Brigham TV will take care of that. Brigham Radio will take care of that. No, no right worries. Right now, the brass Are you sure that's like... not an extra benefit, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait a minute. we got to talk to uh, compliance with this. Christian Stewart is on BYU Sports Nation. How did your life change when you became the starting quarterback at BYU? People recognize me now. I'm walking around and people are looking at me, pointing. I only can imagine how Taysom felt. I'm sure everywhere he went, people are talking to him, saying hi. But no, it's been it's been a lot of fun, especially being a local guy. You know, people from my my hometown, Orem, my home ward, have really gotten involved. I know the the high priest and the elders quorum have a big party every game night, and <laughs> they're watching it together. And of course, my dad's loving it, talking to him about it at church the next day. But uh, it's it's honestly been a lot of fun and definitely a dream come true. I'm sure uh, after the games, it's fun. You get to uh, take a few more pictures with yeah. Uh, visitors. Yeah, a few more. Luckily, we've we've gotten some some wins. I don't really enjoy the pictures after losses. Yeah, that's true. A uh, question about uh, two particular plays in the UNLV game. You have three touchdown passes. Two are passes that become laterals. Do you do you need need to just like wait a moment so it's a forward pass so you'd have five <sighs> touchdown get your passes? Stats up. I need to just pull a Taysom Hill. He did that two times in the UConn game. Adam Hede, I remember. Yeah, he just kind of floated backwards and threw the ball forward <laughs> and made them go get it. Had them stats. What, what, uh, Christian, what about what, what, the, the one with with Paul CK? Uh, why not just run that one in? I was like, man, be selfish. You you deserve it. Paul's been playing for the last couple of years. You deserve it, man. Take it in. I always tell guys, I'm like, guys, rushing stats do nothing for me. I only care about the passing stats. <laughs> so it, it was his fault, right? Because he, like Taysom Hill, he, he kind of stepped back, and that's what Paul did. He stepped back a little bit so he could yeah. get some rushing stats. Yes, he did. It's fine, though. Honestly, I didn't want to take any unnecessary hits. Coach Menhall, Coach and I, Coach Beck have all uh, expressed their concern for that, that I need to stay healthy. So for me, it's better just dump it off and let Paul do the work. You know, that makes sense that you said that because we were we were breaking down some film of, of you running uh, last night on AFR, and there was one where you took off on the sideline and you just got hammered. <laughs> and I, I, I praise you because you bounced uh-huh. right back up, but – you it looked like it hurt a little bit, so I was wondering if that played a role in you know not you not wanting to take that that that, that the ball in. Well, in that actually, play. that that play was after the one with Paul. Oh, okay, okay. And um, <laughs> honestly, I should have went out of bounds. Normally, I go out of bounds, but I saw Ross like seal the edge, and so I thought if I can just cut back because I didn't see anybody. And right when I cut back, the guy just blindsided me. Luckily, it didn't hurt at all. And he actually got hurt, but it was a stupid move on my part. I should have just went out of bounds. Do you talk any trash? Nah, no, I'm not. I'm not big enough to talk trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You stay, you stay humble, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Christian Stewart is on BYU Sports Nation. You guys uh, drank chicken broth 
on the sideline? Is that how you stayed warm? Yeah. It's it's awesome. It tastes really good. Is that the new pickle juice? Like for cold weather, there's cramps for pickle juice. Pickle Brian, juice? you've had it before, haven't you? Uh, I I said no to the to the juice. You, you said no. I said no to it. I I was more of the guy that was by the heater, and I and I had a I had a the hoodie on, the jacket, and I had a blanket over me. Oh, and what what made me what made it so good for me was I was so small that. I just huddled around everybody, and I was, like, kind of lost. <laughs> so I was, I was good to go. How many, I want to know, how many fights were there on the sideline last week when it, when it, come, when it came to the jackets? Because I know there was when – I, when I was playing, there was a limited amount, so I don't know if Mick ordered some more or not. They did get new jackets, but all I know, I didn't see any fights. They assigned me, like, a personal assistant that met me at the sideline every time and gave me my jacket. So nice. I didn't have to deal with any of the drama. Now, if you're the backup – do you get that kind of privilege, or no, is this a no, starter not, thing? Not a chance. You don't get a coat if you're the backer. What What other starter privileges are there? Uh, starter privileges. You get the heater, right? You got to You get. You yeah, get the, you get the you bench. Definitely, you get the bench. You get the heater. Get the water. Get, get the water. Ready. And you get to play. That's the. That's yeah. the best. And starter the biggest privilege. one. You get to play. That's right. Christian Stewart is on BYU Sports Nation. We've seen the, the T-shirts. Uh, oh, stew goodness. with a T but a seven, I believe. What, what's what's the story behind that? Um, so we're playing in the Reno game, and Jordan Leslie, the captain, he's like, "Hey, look over the jumbotron," and my roommate is on the jumbotron and just has this this T-shirt of my face on it, and they're zooming in on him. I had no idea they'd made them, <laughs> but he had given them to my whole family, and and so yeah, they're kind of taking off. Guys on the team have gotten some. Some of the coaches, Coach Mendenhall, has one. It's just something fun for, I don't know, people support me. I think they respect my story and how much I've been through, and they want to just support. What does that mean to you? Honestly, it means a lot, knowing that guys on the team care about me, uh, care about what I've been through, and I feel like they they have a lot of confidence in me and just want to support me in every way they can. Nice. I need to get me one of those shirts. How can I get one of those? <laughs> yeah, you got to talk to my roommate. What's his name? Nate Nielsen. Nate, Nate Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah, or Nate Austin on the basketball team. He's my other roommate. Those two. Your roommates with Nate this. Austin? Yeah. What's that like? Nate Austin's a man. He's a bigger football fan than I am. I didn't had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's sticking it out in the cold weather last game. He's been a big supporter of mine. I really appreciated his support. Does the fan in him? I mean, he's a fellow athlete on a major team. But does the fan in him come out to where like? Oh, my roommate's the quarterback of BYU. <laughs> oh, they're all like, hey, I'll do your dishes, Christian. Like, get a great jokes game. at church, especially when he's teaching Sunday school. He's always, oh, yeah, Christian Stewart over here, the, the quarterback. He's always <laughs> giving me a hard time, even though he's a bigger name than I am. So I don't know why he's giving me a hard time. That's his way to get some points. He's like, hey, uh, Christian, do you want to go to this uh, party with me? Maybe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, need, I need some help. I'll be your wingman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately for him, he can't not be recognized being six eleven, ducking under every door, and, that and is being true. and being Santa Claus for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> that was that's the scariest Santa I've ever seen in my life. Ronald McDonald the year before. Are you obligated to make a Nate Austin T-shirt at this point during the basketball season? I feel like we should, huh? I think you should. Yeah, I, th- I, I think, I like think you gotta have to. Yeah, I'm I'm totally about it. I'll be his biggest supporter. Well, Christian, great stuff. We appreciate the time. Good luck this Saturday in the exhibition against uh, Savannah State, and then a big, big one with did Cal. You say expi- I, I did. I just said that. Yeah, game. Christian, we appreciate the time. Man. Hey, right, thank Christian. you guys. Christian Stewart, great stuff. I didn't realize he was roommates with Nate Austin.
Good stuff. Good stuff. Good, Russian good stats do nothing for me. That, not, <laughs> nothing for me, guys. Come on now. He's great. That was that was fun. I like that. I like that 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 tip though. Uh, you know, Taysom just drifted back just a little bit. Back just float back bit. a little bit and mm. then throw that thing forward. Give me some more stats. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation. BYU men's basketball plays another game tonight against Southern Virginia. Oops. 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And coming up in 44 minutes from now, women's basketball live on BYU TV at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Kind of a unique thing. It's Kids Day. A bunch of elementary school kids are going to be at the day. game. Thing. Yes, yeah. oh, that's yeah, where Spencer is. I forgot to shave and, and pass off as a kid. I was gonna... <laughs> to get in for free. <laughs> get in for you free, can just man. Show up on the bus. <laughs> that's right. Coming up, two on one with Anson Winder. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Coming up tonight, Brigham Hoops, as Brian would say, against yes. Southern Virginia. I jokingly call it BYU East. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Our Twitter question is this. In five years, BYU football will be independent, in a Power 5 conference, or in a Group of 5 conference. Weigh in using the hashtag BYUSN. At Kent in Utah. Indy most probable in five years, but P5 possible. G5 seems least likely, less desirable, least desirable. In ten years, P5 more likely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's in BYU's control. But we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. Yes, yes, and no. G five is in the control. <laughs> Absolutely, G5. it is. I'm about to get me a G five, man. Okay, but I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. G five, you know, airplane. A mo- yeah, and go Mach five. G five. Okay, normally in the in what we call the A block, the first segment, we do what's trending, right? Yep. And then the B block, we do interview. Yep. With, for the first time, BYU Sports Nation history. History. We moved that. I'm proud to be a part of this historic moment. It is a yeah. We're gonna put it in our little museum that we're building. We, sh- that we no should. One cares yeah, about. I'm gonna put this on my highlight tape. Are, are I you? send it to e, the ESPN, you know, for a job. I don't even know what I was looking at. You like? Well, first off, I'm like, wait, we're in the middle of the show here. Why? Why are you talking about an ESPN sometimes, demo reel? Sometimes man? I think out loud. Wow. You know, I'm just playing. I don't. I don't want to go anywhere oh except my for gosh. here. That's called backpedaling. You you're, you're good at backpedaling. I am, man. It's DB. You're DB, man. That's what we do. <laughs> Since we need to do what's trending, it's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one. Realignment talk resurfaces. I think it's been uh, an oversight to this point. Um, and by looking at our schedule ahead, when you consider um, Nebraska and UCLA and Missouri um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I intend to play the very best teams we can play on the biggest stages. And and so I'm going to be very aggressive in pursuing it um, until someone opens the door. That was Bronco Mendenhall about a week and a half ago to the media uh, about the possibility of realignment whenever that happens in the future. That BYU, that BYU wants to be in a Power 5. That much is obvious. But for the yes. first time... Ever a comment about independence and its long-term viability was made yesterday. This was interesting. Uh, Bronco Mendenhall told Gregor Bell in On the Go with Bronco Mendenhall the following on BYU's football independence. Quote, I don't think it's sustainable. I think it's a place to be for now. Bronco clarifies, I think BYU football is sustainable regardless of where. It just depends on what level we want to be sustainable at. Mm. 
Interesting. Where does BYU want to be sustainable at? That that is a question. It's Power Five. You'd think. Right. You'd think. You'd think. You would think. It power costs five, yes. a lot to maintain a Power Five program, and the reason that the bad teams can maintain that is because they've got enough money to do so. Right. They do have enough money. I I actually like the fact of going to the G five. And the reason why I like it is because you more than Indy, not not P five, but more than more than, more than, than being Indy. Indy? I, I I agree with Coach Minola saying that it's not sustainable. I I think you can kind of get away with independence. It. Independence, yes. I think you can kind of get away with it right now with with the shifts and and kind of looking ahead of what could possibly be. And you're kind of in that absolute guessing. Yes, right, exactly. So you're kind of there. I I I, I think that's fine now. But when it comes to a time where it's okay, if we're n- if we can't get into a P five for whatever reason, I like the G five because you look at the old school Boise State formula, which is you play a, a top a top tier team, you beat them, you go undefeated because you're playing all these boo boo schools, right? These cupcake schools, and then you potentially set yourself up for a New Year's Bowl, or you're in a a national conversation of. You know, uh, make uh, getting into the playoffs. What? Yeah. What is the goal? Is the question? Is it to make it to it? What? What are the most important things with your program? The difference with BYU is they don't value the same things as everyone else. They right. value the ability to be seen on ESPN more than a lot of people do. See, more if, than being in a conference and playing for a title game. Yep. Stuff like that. And if you can keep your ESPN contract through that, do, do a G5, why not? That, and that's what Boise State has, which why is interesting. Not? So, so why let's, not win games and be pretty? It, be, you know, why not do it? Would you, rather, yeah, would you rather play a week's schedule and win a bunch of games or play a tougher schedule and not win as many games, but you have some notable games and you have some compelling games? Okay, interesting that hours earlier from those Bronco Mendenhall comments to Gregor Bell, at SiriusXM College tweeted this. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby on adding teams. We don't see anyone that will add value to our conference right now. This just in, the Big 12 doesn't want to expand. Yes, okay, we know that. But it's news because Bowlesby uh, said it again. Bob. If BYU added something to the Big 12, they would add BYU. That, that much is simple, right? Yes. So let's think through this a little bit. What needs to happen for the Big 12 to want to expand? Right now, they have TCU at five and Baylor at number seven in the college football playoff rankings. They need uh, to get left out of the playoff. Yeah. They, need to, they need to just totally get left out the rest of the season or be in and then get and pushed get, and out then get at the last out. minute. Well right, well, right now, I mean, you got you to let's, let's take a step back. Why, why aren't we looking for anybody? Well, because it's all about the money. Right, I don't have, we don't have to split anything. Ten right? teams, everyone's getting a big chunk. In fact, they get a higher chunk than most other conferences because they have similar contracts, less teams, yes. more money. Right, right. The Big Twelve. When you say we, we, we you're talking about the Big Twelve. Yeah, right? we. It, I, I represent the Big Twelve. What? Yes, no. Yes, yes, you do. You do. Me too. You're you are one half. I'm the other half. Big Twelve. Together, we become big because I'm kind of small we, and, right, and I'm, I'm right, skinny. I'm, I'm, what? <laughs> this doesn't make sense at all. What so, if we put your legs on my body and my hand, my arms? It's just getting weird. It's just getting weird. <laughs> Can we keep my hair though? Yes. Keep, okay. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Let's think about what, the, like, the scenario. If you're a BYU fan, what you want to happen? You want the Big Twelve to get left out of the playoff. What would be even better yes. is if TCU got in for a couple weeks or Baylor. And then got pushed out at the last second because of conference title games. Let's think about this. There's no bump at the very end or maintenance of a spot 
for the Big Twelve nope. because they don't play a title game. You're going to be they're going to be taking off right by weeks, right? A conference it's, it's, title essentially, game. right? Everybody's going to be playing for a a, a conference well, title. They, they have a they have I believe they play the end of the regular oh, season you know in that week. They they do, but they do. You're right. But if so they're you're playing not Kansas if, if, or yeah, if you're, not, if you're playing another boo boo school cupcake, sorry, boo-boo. I'm using boo boo a lot. If you if you're playing one of those boo boo schools and then you have you know Ohio State. For an example, beating you, you, say Wisconsin, beating a ranked, a ranked, team. A ranked Wisconsin, you have a uh, an Oregon playing a, 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 a title a title game against an, a ranked team. Arizona State or USC, right? TCU plays Iowa State. Come in on, week man, that's like and Baylor plays Kansas. Like what the Kansas heck? State, which is a good game, but you're not going to get that kind of bump. Nope. So so if you're a BYU fan, go out and root against. The the uh, route for the big team, the teams in the playoff and on the fringe, Ohio State. Ohio State's going to beat, say, Wisconsin and get yep. a bump. Yep. Uh, Oregon, get your duck gear. Return of the quack. Get yes. your duck gear. Get your Mississippi State cowbell. Get your Crimson Tide hats. Roll Tide. All all of that. Roll you tide. want you want that for the possibility that the Big Twelve looks to expand. Now, are they going to pick BYU in that day? I don't know. In fact, I don't think they will. I think they'll go east. But you just want to be in the conversation. For me, if BYU was to get into a P5, please make it the Pac-14 at one point. I would love that. I know that that makes sense. Academic instant, whatever. In the end, it's about money and football. That's what it really is. And so for BYU to be in a Power 5 conference, I would rather it be the Pac-14 at some point. Now, all of this is conjecture, obviously. But BYU, and here's the thing, BYU can't control any of this. No. Nope. They cannot. You can control winning, but you can't control what else is going on. So, so root for what's out of your control, those big teams, so the Big 12 wants to expand. Yes, you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the biggest fans of Ohio State. You know, I still want Florida State to, to, to stay in and win. Here's, but Here's a tweet Bama. from someone. Someone agrees with you. At D Young 1993 as much as I hate rooting for Ohio State and Urban Meyer, it may be necessary. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. If we could just somehow. Dot the eye, baby. If we could just somehow get some of the karma-ishness. You like that word? And if we, if we, if we can just all, <laughs> as, as Brigham fans, root for these teams, then maybe we can just transfer some of the karma-ishness and, you know, put that onto these teams and, and, and that could allow them to win. There's going to be some shifting. I don't think that all these teams went out. Alabama, Mississippi State, Oregon, uh, Ohio State. You know, I, I hope, but I just see – we're going to have the Egg Bowl next week. We're going to have the Iron Bowl next week. Yep. It's nope. going to be a fun – you're going to have the Civil War. Is Oregon State going to play a close game with Oregon? Then you have title games. It, it's just going to get interesting. We do not want to root for the Big 12. Big 12 teams. Well, Sorry. You could root for Kansas State and Iowa State yes, to yes, beat you can TCU. For those, those guys. Honestly, yeah. I want them to be one loss and like, hey, our resume is good enough and to not get in. I want, yes. I want them to like, be. Wait, we yeah. were good and didn't get in. I want them to be ranked, actually. I would love to them to be ranked Baylor and TCU four and five. Yeah. And then. No, five and six. Oh, and then get bumped? And then get, yeah, five, yeah. four and five and then get bumped because Oregon or Ohio State comes in balling in their title ga- conference game and then they're like yeah look at look at my resume i just i just added to my resume what have you done 
You just picked exactly. your nose and inflicted on Iowa State. <laughs> you, you have you have something with with boogers. I'm sorry, man. man. My son is going <laughs> through this stage right now. It's like I got I got like tissue on hand. It's like you know, yeah. Sorry. There's there's something to be said about scheduling strong. One, you want BYU to get in at least like, hey, let's schedule teams like BYU then, at, at least. Then like Bob, that. Bob, you will you will be you will be desperate. Yes, we do need somebody. Bob Bowlesby, not not, Ashok, not Band of Brothers. Not Band of Brothers. No, no. <laughs> Bob. So what's the future of BYU football? In five years, BYU football will be Indy in a P5 or in a G5. Let's read some tweets. It's winter time. At Dr. Steve Best. Trust him. He's a doctor. <laughs> Correction. In five years, BYU will better be in a P5. I'd rather stay Indy than go low. Unless it's below. Mm-mm. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Well, in five years, let's say in five years, BYU's still independent. How do you feel about that? I don't feel. I don't feel good unless they can, unless BYU some way somehow can get to the level of Notre Dame, say Notre Dame, where they have the recruits, they have the talent, they have the athletes Not to gonna play. Happen. Not going to happen. But it, I don't. It's. I cannot see that happening because of. How B, how unique BYU is with the honor code yeah, and it's, you know the church and all that it's, stuff. It's behind. its greatest blessing and curse. It, right, exactly, exactly. But you can do that with G five though. Yes, you can, you can you can do that. You can get the same athletes you have now and dominate all these teams, play decent some type of decent games, and go undefeated and still be known and be be in that national spotlight. And that's the best case scenario. I thought I thought of an analogy. BYU was in. A bad marriage and got divorced from the Mountain West Conference. They are single. Do they have to get remarried? Or yes. can they stay single? Like, can they stay happy as a single for a no. while? How long? Do they have to get remarried? Do they settle on a G5? Or yes. do they marry up and do a P5? Yes. They can't control the P5. BYU's the woman in this. The P5's are the man in this. <laughs> they have to propose to BYU. That's well, what's got to happen. Well, it's not what, in their control. Well, if, I mean, if you're wait, if you're a woman and you're 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 waiting for the male to 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 uh, you know, well, yeah, Bronco Mendenhall's you, like, please, you, you know, got, hey, we'd be great in the big. You got to look good. Make sure you got your makeup on, which is what wins, right? Six have and some, four isn't wins. doing it. Nope, nope, that's not having next. Good, no clothes. Next no year, good clothes. No makeup. Next no. year, getting get getting your hair a did. Couple, yeah. Kool Aid up in my hair. <laughs> exactly. Get your nails done. Weigh in using the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, we'll talk to Spencer Linton. We also go two-on-one with Anson Winder. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. BYU Women's Hoops coming up top of the hour live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Kids Day! It's also Adults Day. That's every day. Yes. From the Merritt Center, Northridge and BYU Women's Hoops. Spencer Linton on the call there. We'll check in with him in about 10 minutes. Get his thoughts on I'm there, man. our topic as well as the game that he's going to call coming up. So check check that out. Shave. You're there. You're going to go, go right into the line like it's nothing. There's like dude, so many fourth graders that are taller you're than You're going to be the tall sixth grader? No. Is that what you're no, going to be? No, there's just like fourth graders <laughs> taller than me, dude. It's like I used to get embarrassed after games signing autographs. Or, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I want to you know play this position. Oh, that's cool, man. How many more years you got? Oh, I'm only in third grade. Wait, what? <laughs> you're like 5'8". <five>, what? <laughs> Res- How is possible? Resetting today's trending topics. Interesting comments from Bronco Mendenhall related to uh, BYU sustainability in independence. Check that out if you missed it on the uh, podcast or the DVR. Also, game day for the men's basketball team as well. They play Southern Virginia tonight, 9 Eastern time, BYU TV, 
and BYU Radio. Is that Little Brigham? Little Brigham? Or is BYU Idaho or BYU Hawaii considered Little Little Brigham? Little Brigham. Well, you maybe Idaho and, well, and, and Hawaii is I, medium. Idaho's is, got like ten thousand students. Hawaii's smaller. BYU Hawaii. So they maybe like medium Brigham. Well, like people talk about the Lord's University, right? I'm always like, that's BYU Hawaii. That's <laughs> that's got to be where it's set up, right? I walk outside like that's tough. That's cold. Right. Yeah. No. That. How about all three? That's what all three of them. Say. Okay. Last night, BYU got a 91-62 win over Arkansas. Little Rock. Nice win for BYU. <laughs> the quest for perfection continues. And Chase Fisher, he continues Man, to play well. What, yes. what a difference he's making as a transfer, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. I'll dance again. Nice. Four. Chase Fisher has made four three-pointers in both games this season. Four shizzle. You need you need a three-point shooter, and BYU's has that, I think, with Tyler Haas. I want him to shoot more. Yeah. But and Chase Fisher. That's a nice, that's a nice duo in the back. It's 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 so nice and, and refreshing when you know that that was one of the goals coming into this season is hey, let's 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 improve on my, on our perimeter shooting. And then you have a guy in Chase Fisher that can come in and get buckets. Man, buckets. I mean, is he filling those buckets with, with fried chicken and hot KFC hot sauce? His passion bucket is full. Man, and, and nice. That, and that's a nice addition. A, a it guy, is nice. A guy who's uh, played all sorts of positions as well and has been kind of the first sub off the bench, Anson Winder. Anson Winder played the point guard. He played the 2-3. He played the power forward last he night. He played four, yeah. And after the game, we went two-on-one in BYU basketball all-access with Anson Winder. Anson, quite a finish to uh, that game. It was about a 10-point game halfway through the second half, but you really locked down. You win by 29. What was it that changed on the BYU team to make that happen? Um, I think at halftime, Coach talked to us, and he let us know that we weren't playing like ourselves. Uh, they, they slowed us down a little bit in the first half, and, and that's not really our style. We want to get out and run. So I think we made it an effort to, to get out and run that first half, cause us some turnovers, and, and play our offense. You know, We, we want to get up and, and shoot quick shots. and you know, the best shot we can in our offense, and I think we did that later on as the game went on. Do you have an offensive uh, goal of how many points you want to score per game? Um, we definitely want to stay in the 80 range. Um, we want to and hopefully keep the, the, that other team in the 60s. So that's definitely the goal going in. We want to stay at the 80 range and, and hopefully score as many points as we can. But 90-plus is preferred, right? Oh, yeah, we'll definitely take the 90-plus, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I know that you've only played two games, but what have you learned about this team thus far? Um, I think, you know, we, we're definitely working hard. The effort's there, and we're learning, and we're growing together. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, as long as you can grow together as a team and we stay tight and stay close like we are, I think there's nothing but good things that will come. What needs to change? Um, I think just our effort from the start. Um, we we kind of let them control the pace, and that's one thing we can't let happen, especially at home. we got to keep the pace going and play at our speed. Tell us about your pregame routine because you seem to be the last one out to the bench. You get a little extra work from Bob Medina or something in the tunnel. Um, yeah, so I just try and stay warm uh, so when my number's cold, I can come out and, and perform. Uh, I just go back and, and stretch and do some slides and things like that. Just try and stay warm so when my number's cold, I can make a play. It has nothing to do with the fact that you love riding the bike. <laughs> uh, no, not really. I don't really ride the bike. I'm not a big fan of the bike, so I kind of <laughs> just make sure to get a good stretch and, and then come join the team. Would you prefer a treadmill in the tunnel? A treadmill would be good, you know, just okay. get a couple miles in before <laughs> I go out and play a little bit. A couple miles? Wow. <laughs> wow. Chase Fisher seems to be uh, finding his groove. What are you seeing on the court with him? 
oh, he's playing with a ton of confidence, and, and that's what we need, especially with, you know, we need a, a good assist man to tie, and, and then he's definitely taking on the role of being that, you know, that next big scorer, and he's playing so well and so confident. I think it's going to help us later on, as, and especially as we keep playing. We notice it on press row, but he loves to chatter, and we've heard that, but it happens in the game. Give us an example of, uh, if I'm on the other team, what Chase Fisher's conversation with me would be like. Um, I think he's going to hear a ton of positivity. Uh, he's going to constantly talk us up. Uh, you know, not too much trash talk, more of just, you know, talking to our team. You're going to hear a lot of chatter between the guys, and I think that's the way we like it. You know, we want to keep talking and stay verbal and, and just communicate with each other. Anson, we've seen you play a few different positions thus far through the two games. Where are you most comfortable on the floor? Um, I don't know. I feel like my position is just out in transition. Uh, whatever, you know, wherever spot I am and when we're out and running, I think I, I can accept it and, and take on. And I don't think I have a set position right now, and, you know, I embrace the fact that, coach can put me in and I just kind of make a play wherever and I hope to continue that role later on. If I saw this correctly, you played the point and the power forward position tonight at one point. Yeah, coach was kind of throwing me all over and <laughs> I mean I enjoy it as long as I can come in and help the team, you know, I'll play the five if I need to. So What went right in that rotation where you were the point guard? It seems like that's where the big run came. Um, I think just, you know, we called timeout and coaches said, hey, we need to put more pressure on and, and just kind of get them sped up. And I, we did that towards the end of the game. We got them fired up and or we got ourselves fired up and, and we got some aggressive stops and sped them up and got them to take tough shots. So that's what we want at the end of the day. What is the one thing or reminder that you hear the most from your coaches during the course of a game? Um, definitely our pace. You know, we want to play at a, a high speed. We want to, you know, slowly wear them down as the game goes on. And, you know, as a that 10-minute mark hits, we want them to be tired and us to, you know, just start kicking in our gear. And So it's definitely our pace is what they want to emphasize most. I like seeing you guys all get up off the bench when a big play happens. Most notably tonight, it was kind of that first bucket for some of the freshmen. That's an important thing to the bench, it seems like. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're a close group. It's one of the closest groups I've been on. And we love to see each other make, you know, huge plays, big plays, and succeed. And I think that's just the, the tightness of our group. It shows how close we are and how well we, how, how well we want to win and, and stay together. It seems that you have embraced the new-look BYU logo with the shooting shirts, oh, and it's it. also over here uh, in the Marriott Center. What do you think about the new look from BYU? Um, I like it. It's kind of getting back to the, the old roots. And, you know, someone said uh, when I was in media before that it's kind of a fierce look, and, you know, we'll take on that role. Um, we'll gladly accept that. And I like the new look. I think it's cool. Sailor Coog, is that the name of this? Uh, I think so. I guess we're the Sailor, <laughs> Sailor Cougs. Huh? I'm serious when I say this. The old one had a had more facial hair. He's shaved. <laughs> yeah, this one's only got a couple whiskers, so <laughs> we need to work on that, I guess. How about a back-to-back? It's a, it's not a tournament, per se, in Provo or whatnot, although this was the Mali Invitational, but you play another game tomorrow. How does that change things for you? Um, it's just more of a, a quick turnover, which is fine, you know. We don't like practicing as much these days, so we want to get out and just play games. So they have the quick turnaround. You know, we'll get the scout in tomorrow and, and just prepare to, to play again and hopefully get another W. What are you most looking forward to when you get to the islands for the EA Sports Maui Invitational? Um, it's freezing here now, so we need to get to that warm weather as soon as possible. So that'll be nice. And then just, you know, enjoying Hawaii and playing, you know, against elite teams and seeing where we stand as far as uh, the rest of the teams go in the country. It was 80 degrees there today, so... It should be nice for you. Yeah, that'll be good because it's like two degrees here. So <laughs> whatever warmth we can take, we'll take it. Thanks, Anson. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Anson, take us with you. Yes, please. Please to Hawaii. BYU leaves tomorrow. And then uh, you guys the take, take me to my, Miami Yeah. when you guys go. Yeah, about that. <laughs> In a month, I guess. Suitcase, man. I'm ready. Losing, dropping some weight. BYU wins games. Uh, sometimes because of tempo. I think they got Arkansas Little Rock tired last night in the second half. They pushed it, like Anson Winder said, and then they got 
that big run. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in the first half when you when you when you watch this game, they they just seemed out of out of rhythm, right? They it, they just didn't seem like themselves. Um, you know, they weren't they weren't they didn't want to take shots. Uh, they were they were timid. Uh, and then second half when they came out and they were pushing the ball, regardless of who it was, I mean, there was times where, where Chase was pushing the ball. And you could start to see things really starting to develop. Guys weren't being shy and timid. I mean, they were driving the ball. They were opening lanes and kicking it back out. And guys were making shots, which is the most important thing. But I think that I think tempo does play a, a role uh, when you talk about uh, getting guys, uh, the other team tired, especially coming up to elevation, right, in Provo. But it's also a part of their game. It's their style. It's like imagine uh, this football team huddling up, right? Like, huh? What? 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 I don't what? even know what, what, what that is anymore. And, and, and so that, that's going to be, I think, other teams down, the, you know, moving forward into the season, uh, other teams, the only way to stop this BYU offense is to make them play half-court a half-court offense. Yeah, and uh, UALR dictated the pace, like Anson yeah. Winder mentioned, and uh, it was a different game at the beginning. 18 points from Tyler Haas last night means we need to update Chasing Jimmer. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Haas is Chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. 617 is the number. 617, 21, then 17 points for him on the year, so 617 away. From Jimmer. I wish people could have saw our, our jam session. We just rocked out right there. It was all right. We just rocked did out. You, did you know there's a world championship uh, air guitar? What? Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, I would love this. I had no clue. Tyler Haas, 17 points away from 2,000, by the way. Only four other BYU players have ever done that. So I imagine Shoot that's going to happen tonight, live on BYU TV. More shots. Coming up, will Taysom Hill be back with BYU football next year? See what he, see what he said a few minutes ago. Next on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It's a game day for the women's team coming up top of the hour, about 13 minutes away. And men's team tonight against Southern Virginia, 9 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. It's going to be a good day. we got BYU Sports Nation, women's hoops, day. men's hoops. It's a big day on BYU TV Sports. Hoops. Hey, Spencer Linton's not here right now because he's calling the game that's coming up. So let's go live to the Marriott Center. With Spencer, who I believe just downed some yogurt, which is a pregame ritual now or something. I, uh, I want some more. <laughs> oh, you're, you're eating it right now still? What the heck, man? Trying yeah. to gain that weight. You're the Brad Pitt from Ocean's Eleven of this establishment. I totally am. Always eating. There's always food everywhere. That's what I do. That's how I get game ready. That's right. Well, you, you look better than us. That's the one. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I let you, I'm looking right now at you two. You look all comfy. Some of us have to wear ties, man. Yeah. Some people have to actually work, and then there's us. Yes. <laughs> uh, moments ago, Taysom Hill just addressed the media after practice uh, and said that as of now, he's planning on coming back uh, for the 2015 season. I wouldn't call this breaking news. I'd call it spraining news. Your thoughts on Taysom Hill returning for the 2015 season, at least declaring such? Well, first of all, I think it's, it's great that he made it official. I speculated that he would just from things that he had said on social media and just from different circles that I've been in. So it's, it's good that he made it official, and I think that BYU can now look at that 2015 schedule knowing that Taysom Hill is going to do everything he can in his power to get back and take on that just gauntlet of a schedule. But it's it's not doesn't feel so much like a gauntlet when you have a Heisman Trophy candidate contender like Taysom coming back with a, a ton of experience, especially if Jamal Williams can get healthy as well. And that's a big question, too, that we have yet to know about Jamal. How long will that take? Uh, Taysom, by the way, said he suffered a fractured leg. We knew that. 
and minor ligament strains said ligaments were never shredded. So I think mm. I think it's better than what we thought it was. Yeah. Right? Certainly. I mean, if, if you have ligament tears, then, then the process becomes a lot more arduous and it takes a lot longer. So for Taysom uh, to just have some, some stress there in the ligaments, obviously the break is a really big issue, but I'd be, I'd be shocked if Taysom Hill doesn't at least to some degree participate in spring ball just because he has that mindset. He has the Kyle Collinsworth mindset where he's like, I'm going to get back. They say six months. I'm going to make sure it's five and a half or, or five. But either way, I, I expect Taysom Hill to be ready to go uh, when springtime rolls around April, late March. Yeah, and I, I don't, he doesn't need to, but I guess that'd be nice, right? At least to have him throw some balls, you know, to get some work on the field. Just to see him on the field makes his team that much more confident. And I don't, if it's spring football, whatever. I know that the season is obviously, you know, the most important thing. But even to see him on the field again and throwing the ball and uh, getting some timing down with the receivers will be a great thing for his team and, and for his coaches. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is, is, is the timing with the receivers. I, I think he knows the system well enough, right? That's, that's a no-brainer. But when it comes down to the chemistry and the timing of, of plays, more importantly the passing plays, uh, that's going to be the, 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 the crucial part. When you look at Jordan Leslie coming on in the summertime and, and them just putting that extra work in, you can see that chemistry, you know, the, the first four games of how he was able, they were able to connect. So. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he actually plays a lot during spring because I know the difference that it makes. Yeah, C- certainly. And, and more on this later, I, I just don't think it matters if he plays in spring. I just, if, he missed, if he missed the whole thing, I don't think it matters that much. I'm uh, guessing he'll be the starting quarterback regardless. I don't know. I think we'll have a quarterback <laughs> battle going into <laughs> fall camp next that year one. with one <laughs> J.C. <laughs> transfer. I don't know. J.C. Missouri. guys. You never want to count J.C. guys. Yeah. Just saying. Spoken like a true JC guy. <laughs> Spencer Linton is live in the Marriott Center uh, preparing to call the women's game at 11. Let's talk about that in a moment. But first, the men's game, we saw BYU take down Arkansas last night. Uh, we saw our interview with Anson Winder. Now they prepare for Southern Virginia, who actually has a, a guy that back when you and I did high school games on iProvo together, Preston Eaton. Preston That's right. Eaton's going to be in the house from Springville, led the uh, state of Utah in 4A. We have two Eatons in the building. Preston's sister, Lexi, is the star of the BYU women's basketball team, and now Preston coming for Southern Virginia. So uh, it's going to be an interesting contest. Taylor Larson, uh, another BYU, a guy that has BYU ties, his dad, Russell Larson, yeah. started here in the early 90s. And so there are some people that know each other and some uh, some circles that were cl- will clash a little bit tonight. And so big day of basketball at the Marriott Center, starting with Cal State Northridge and BYU here. Who, oh, by the way, if you want to watch a good women's basketball team, Cal State Northridge is just that. They, they start five seniors. Uh, they're very experienced, picked to win their conference, and uh, BYU has a huge test trying to replace Jennifer Hampson and and uh, who's Je- walking in front Kim of the Beeson. camera? Yeah, that's tell a, him get out the way, man. That's, <laughs> that's the second time that this has happened. <laughs> I need to get this, something, man. This is amateur hour. What the? Hey. What in the world? Hey, Bush League, get me some more yogurt. You're killing me, man. <laughs> killing me, dude. I'm filming here. That's coming Gosh. up at the top of the hour, about eight minutes away from that. Uh, BYU and Northridge women's basketball team. What do you expect from the women's team? Because they, they lost their opener at South Dakota State. Yeah, they didn't exactly uh, lighten up the schedule early on. You say, South Dakota State, what in the world? That team, on an annual basis, it seems like, wins their conference. And so the Jackrabbits are a good team on the road in three-degree weather. That's a brutal trip. Jeff Judkins told us that yesterday. But now they come home, and even though this is their home opener and it's kids' day and there will be some you know some loud noises, and and I say noises because the kids are screaming behind me, but... Uh, 
It, it's, they are screaming behind you. It's a real test for BYU because this Northridge team went to the NCAA tournament last year, and they're picked to win the Big West, and it's not mm. close. 13 to 14 first place votes. So this is going to okay. be a real test for BYU today. That's coming up in seven minutes on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Good luck. Get some more yogurt in or whatever. I will do that. I will scrape the bottom of this. Awesome. Nice. Spencer, thank you. <laughs> you got it. Spencer Linton, uh, Women's Hoops coming up top of the hour right here on BYU TV. In five years, BYU football will be independent, in a Power Five, or in a group of five conferences. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Keep the tweets coming. Coming up, the Cougar Whip Around and your tweets. And then Brian Logan tries to sneak in with all the kids into the marriage. Yes. This I is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. You know what time it is, Brian? It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU beat Arkansas. Little Rock. 91-62 last night, led by Chase Fisher's career-high 19 and Tyler Hawes 18 points. Cougars host Southern Virginia tonight, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. I'm going to that Women's game basketball. Oh, awesome. The Cougars host Northridge. You're also going to that game. At the top of the hour right here on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Four minutes from now, in fact. Cougars in the association. Jimmer! It's compete. There's a pelican noise. Is competing for the top spot in the DNP CD stat this season. Hashtag free Jimmer. He didn't play again. Free him. Free that man. Come on. Today's Rise of Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Helping you need most. DexterLaw.com. And goes to Chase Fisher. 19 points last night. Four of seven from three, as we mentioned in the stat of the day. Four threes in both games. That's game high, right? Career high? Career high. His career high. Lake Forest was 15. And then he had 17 Friday against Long Beach. 19. 19. So 21 tonight. I would say 21, 22. I'm going to do bold predictions to go 30. <laughs> 30 tonight? 30? Can I say 30? Okay, 30 points from Brian Logan. Bold prediction? That our, bold? Our That's Twitter, That is bold. Our Twitter question, in five years, BYU football will be independent, in a power five, or in a group of five, at TNCOM 86. G5 in the AAC, unless BYU starts winning the big games. Then Indy, Big 12 will expand east, and Pac-12 won't take BYU. I hate to end the show on that note, but we've got to. Yes. Thanks to Anson Winder, Christian Stewart, and Spencer Linton, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Women's basketball versus Northridge coming up in three minutes right here on BYU TV. Shout out to Wayne Latu, BYU Sports Nation, back at it tomorrow, noon Eastern. Women's hoops next, men's hoops, 9 Eastern. Hoops on the home of the Cougars, BYU TV.